Can we talk about the one that made me want to stab my eye out with a spoon? I forgot we were recording. Sorry, Seth. I don't know if you noticed, I was trying to flirt with the girls after the movie. And then we saw a girl pee her pants at the gym this week, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I know what Johnny wants to do. Johnny wants to stand on the table and pull his pants down. During Pet Cemetery, I was getting freaked out and I, on my Apple Watch, I turned on the heart rate monitor to just see what my heart rate was doing. Everything I learned about kissing, kissing girls was from your brother Smith. She was my bikini, string bikini model in my art class. Welcome to TWIM with Seth, Andy, and Ben. We're brothers and a cousin who discuss all the movies in wide release, starting with the top box office from last week, reviews of movies opening this week, and previews of the movies coming out next week. We also won't spoil any of these movies without first giving you a warning. Okay, so this week, uh, starting with last week, new to the box office was Shazam, Pet Cemetery, Best of Enemies, and then we're going to talk about movies opening this week, Hellboy, Missing Link, and then another movie, a romance movie called After, and then a comedy called little and next uh and then previews for what's coming out next week there's two movies in wide release one is called breakthrough uh like a christian themed movie and yes. then <laughs> no, yes and then um <laughs> D- disney nature penguins I which is we were recording sorry Seth. <laughs> it's okay uh all right so um Starting from the starting with the top box office last weekend, bottom to top, the best of enemies came in at number six. It's fifty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you look at that crazy white man? Folks in this town, when blacks are staying out of schools, I'm here to protect my family. So all the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm gonna get in your way. We're here trying to understand each other for once and stop fighting. This here does the talking for me. I have a Bible. Well, then you ought to know. Know what? Same God made you, made me. I just played a clip from the trailer for Best of Enemies. We none of us have seen this yet, have we? I haven't. No. Have you been? I want to. Dang, that's a bummer. I the, want to too. The timing just... didn't work out last night. Well, the problem is there's been four new movies in wide release for the last two or three weeks. I know. Do you think everyone was just trying to avoid uh, competing with us? I guess I don't know because yeah, it's weird because when Us came out, that was the only movie, and now there's like so many movies I can't keep up with. I anymore. know there are so many. I saw six last week, and that wasn't enough. You saw six movies you last did? week, yeah, <laughs> and I saw three. <laughs> yesterday and I, I still feel like i'm so far behind i gotta step up my game <laughs> yeah i i'm not willing to make that much of a commitment two two or three a week for me i think is enough so so the best of enemies we'll just have to catch up with it eventually like we did with five feet apart we caught up with that it was a couple weeks late but yeah. at least we got it out i'm glad its score is above 50 with the best of enemies yeah i don't always i don't i don't trust the scores that much because 52 percent right now you don't trust the audience well, or the critic well i mean Okay, first of all, I don't know which one. I don't know if that's a critic score or audience oh, score. Oh, got it. Oh, that's a that's a critic. It's there always a critic score unless on oh on this yeah. on the main Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, the don't audience score like is seventy nine. There are so many movies. I look at the uh, the rating. I just don't agree. Like I don't know how they could rate it so low or so high. Well, I don't know by the preview. I, I expected uh, for the preview for Best of Enemies. I expected the rating to be much higher. 50. And that was the critic, or we don't know which one that. I one think is. that's the. Yeah, that is the critic. Re, uh, critic reviews fifty two percent. 
79%, audience score 79%. It's such an odd thing. I don't always trust the critics, but sometimes like I went to one of the worst movies I've ever been to last night with Seth, but then the the audience reviews were really high because it's like this niche movie. Adverse selection. People want to see it. The only people that want to see it like it, but the critics hated it. Right. So. Like Dragon Ball. Yeah, like Dragon did, Ball. You didn't see Dragon oh Ball, gosh. did you? No. That was such a... So Seth needs to weigh in on which Wait, was the worst movie. Wait, but that was a critic. The critic score was in the 90s, though. On Dragon Ball? Yeah. Wasn't it? I'm uh, going to look it up. I swear it was in the 90s. That's what to, was so confusing. We need to figure this out. Dragon Ball... Um, Super... Super Broly. Okay. I have it right here. Critic score, 83%. Audience score, 93%. That's better than dumbest, Star Wars. It's the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. Wait, was it worse than After? Yes. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, so Dragon Ball is still worse than the Zero. But, but it was rated so highly. I don't... <laughs> the critics gave it 83%. Like, what's who wrong were with these me? Critics? I know. Who were the critics? Gave which one 83%? Dragon, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, 54 oh. critics. Andy, you've, you have to see it just because it's... Oh just so you gosh. can understand how horrible it is. Isn't it Not something? horrible in, like, a funny way. It's just... It's like something you would torture your enemy with and make repeat it over and over all night. I it's, don't know, unless they're a critic. It's not I mean, so much like torture. It. It's like, if you want to make someone's brain just shrink, have them watch that. <laughs> yeah. Their it, brain shrink. It looks like it was written by an eight-year-old. It's like, well, let's have them fight Yeah, for someone's a getting hour. like a little too cultured and they're figuring out some nuances in emotion. Have them watch that and they'll just like <laughs> simplify yeah. their brain wave. Okay, so we'll, I'll just move on from the best of enemies. I We should catch up on it because it looks really good. Um, yeah, let's do it next week. So last week, uh, the, the, the next movie to enter the box office top 10 was Pet Cemetery. It's its first week out. It's 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. In the woods today, L.A. discovered a charming little landmark. The Pet Cemetery. A place to bury our pets and remember them. It might seem scary, but it's not. Perfectly natural. Just like dying is natural. I just played a clip from the trailer for Pet Cemetery. We all saw this one. Ben, you'd seen it last week, but Andy yeah. and I caught up on this one. So what did you guys think? I thought it was entertaining. Like, it was way better than after. It was entertaining. It was gory and disturbing, but it was entertaining. Like, I enjoyed it. I'm starting to realize I don't I don't have much of an appetite for for horror. Like, <laughs> That's what I it, said. <laughs> it's really, like, it, it's just so unsettling. I'm like, I get enough of that in real life, I feel, I feel like. It's, it's um, you go into the movie theater and it just makes you really anxious, you know? Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of... Kind of a rush like because like i guess i don't have a lot of exciting things happening and it's just kind of like yeah if you can like, like step just take one step back and be like okay all of the like bashed in faces are prosthetics all of the blood is ketchup yeah. like that's what i kind of have to consciously do to not like kind of get sick during yeah because i told you guys i was freaked out the entire movie which part freaked yeah. you out the most well i think we'd have to go to spoilers for that oh, okay okay but oh my goodness i was oh i feel like if, like every time i think about this i like tense up like oh i was so uncomfortable the entire movie it was like not like the movie was bad it was like torture to watch because it was just i was freaking out because you didn't so know scary. if you were gonna like jump or like yeah because you know th- there were a bunch of scenes where they're like bonk like the music even in the preview there's a part where they come up to the house for the first time and they're like, oh there's a beautiful house and then the truck drives by that, but, and then yeah. they have a really loud sound effect 
to you know startle you. That literally was the scariest part of the movie when that truck drove by and like it was really loud. That was the scariest part for me. That was the scariest. Yeah, don't you part. think it's a weakness of the movie if it's relying so much on jump scares? Right. That don't even contribute to the narrative. I mean the 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 truck driving I agree. by it feels cheap. was somewhat related to the narrative, but not much. So yeah, only I, in hindsight, I actually did not find this entertaining, Andy. I thought there were a lot of narrative problems with it. Um, Right. The whole thing with the sister, I thought, didn't play a role. And it seemed like it was only there to kind of creep you out, but it didn't play a role in the narrative. Right. Also, the... Wait, the, Seth, these might be spoilers. Uh, I don't think I spoiled anything. Okay. I just said the sister. Well, that's a good point. The sister had nothing to do with it. But then the, the patient, that kid who came in, like his first exactly. patient. It's like, like... Out of nowhere, there was this random guy and he's like, they keep... And you don't know, like, what... Like, why was he so interested in them? It was weird. What is he there for? Like, what what did he... And by the, by the time they got to the end of the movie it turns out his whole story arc was pointless like it was i mean unless there's some hidden meaning i didn't catch then how was he even connected to the pet cemetery exactly right, like right. He, it, and then the baby starts seeing him all the time yeah like, so i felt like the the storytelling was really messy and maybe they were trying to stay true to the novel by bringing in because it is based on a novel right yeah or or to the original movie i have no idea but but i do know that the sister plot line was good for creeping you out and good for jump scares but it didn't contribute to the story and the same with that that kid that okay. was in the emergency room um yeah the sister was creepy but not as creepy as that grandma in hellboy that <laughs> oh hag. my gosh oh yes you are she so is, right she should have been in that pet kiss? cemetery oh, oh my i can't goodness. wait to talk that was about the grossest that. thing ever oh, <laughs> i was almost gonna i was dry heaving during that scene <laughs> did you see it andy you did see hellboy oh my goodness okay we're gonna talk about that in a bit oh my goodness <laughs> okay anything so pet cemetery um i i would it, it, it's 59 percent on rotten tomatoes i wouldn't want to personally i didn't get a lot of entertainment out of it um it's the kind of movie that would be fun to go go with a girl or a group of people it's just kind of like i don't know well it delivered though because it, it built itself as a scary movie and it was scary and there were startles and that's fine i in hindsight well during the movie i hated the jump scare yeah me too i felt like it was cheap but now looking back on it i wish it only had those instead of the creepiness because that creepy factor just like it bothered do you, yeah do you know the guy like i can't that, stomach it right now what part what do you mean the creepy factor well when we in i'd have to say in spoilers but just something that happens during the movie like it's not like there was like jump out like boom oh, scary yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the decisions they made were Associated so wrong. starting with the cat probably mm-hmm. yeah so i i did think the cast was great um the main characters especially the little girl who was like the yeah. lead role she was she was awesome really dynamic didn't you think by the end of the movie you're like wow she like good actress so the first part of the movie you love her i mean she's like so just sweet and yeah adorable (laughs) and you do a 180 on her so fast (laughs) you want to kill her spoiler alert yeah um do you do you have anything do you want to go into spoilers or anything else what's the actor's name that's the the neighbor john lithgow he um really creeps me out because he was in dexter and he was a serial killer oh he was yeah he was a serial killer in dexter and he was just he's such a good actor he is so good yeah he isn't he the dad on on Rise third rock of the planet from the sun? of the eight. Oh, planet of the apes. Oh yeah, he's third. Yeah, uh, it was the third rock that he's the dad. Mm-hmm. Or some comedy. Yeah, I think. Isn't he in Harry and the Henderson? Yeah, I think. Oh, so. is he? <laughs> he's the dad or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's really a sure virgin. He's not... really typecast playing all these dads. Oh, he is. I thought it was the guy from Community that. Um, the guy from va- from Vacation. Uh, he's in a family movie that I no, saw in the eighties. I know that. You're thinking of um Van Wilder's family family vacation. Um, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah, <clears throat> I was thinking of Chevy Chase. 
Space. Wasn't he in Harry and the Hendersons? Or no? I don't know. I don't think so. I know so. they had a sweepy dog in that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so should we go to spoilers? Yeah, let's go to spoilers just real All right. quick. Um, the rest of this conversation will be moved to the back of the episode for spoilers. Oh, okay. I wanted. I just wanted to share with you a um, random iTunes review, a five-star review, Wag Daddy. He says, Andrew, you can do it. I'm not really a movie fan, but it is really fun listening to these guys discuss the top 10 movies. I really like... Oh, a review on our podcast. Yes. A, okay. remo- a review of our podcast. I'm glad that there is finally an official segment of the show dedicated to Andrew's dating escapades. <laughs> <laughs> and the dating title that- escapades? Mm-hmm. And that title of that is Andrew, You Can Do It. Oh, well. And that's totally random. Do you know somebody else's handle here is OG Twim Fan? Like somebody's name on it is Twim Fan. <laughs> like that's... They must have been on the cruise. <laughs> it was probably one yeah. of the cruise fans. For one of our fans, obviously. But yeah, yeah, that's their handle. I just thought, you know. And then we saw a girl pee her pants at the gym this week, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Because like we were just baffled at her. She was like lifting three 45 pound like, weights on our body weight combined yeah she's and she lifting was, so much weight she was like Ugh! and we we're like oh my gosh she's incredible <laughs> and then i was like i walked up to her I'm like oh good job she, you're you're uh, someday i'll be that strong she's like yeah well maybe you won't wet your pants and i was it was the, one of those things where i was like after three kids you know she's like i wet my pants i'm like it was one of those things where you never say anything bad about yourself because people don't notice yeah it. and then i looked down i automatically looked down <laughs> surrounded crotch it was, all, it was wet. all wet and i couldn't it was the only thing i could look at every time i saw her <laughs> she had to own it that's funny that is true never say anything bad about yourself because when i i had this little like puppy love romance with a girl in new york when i was at um hilkamora and like all the guys liked her and but then like we ended up together but she told me that she had acne on her back and it really bugged her and she couldn't wear dresses that like showed her whole back and then from that point forward you that's like all her. i could think about and when i would <laughs> hug her i would get so grossed out and you didn't like her yeah exactly i was like Ugh, that, that's so, so gross it was like <laughs> Because I'm sure she said that to you. I'm like, oh no, what are you talking about? You're fine. And then like, it just started the yes. And then I'm like, oh, oh no, I'm the jerk. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like trying to be nice. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. And his mind is like, oh, oh. <laughs> no. I mean, it didn't bother me when she told me, but it did bother me when I was hugging her. And I was like, oh, that's the acne. I can well, feel it. As like a, I don't know, a junior high age, you have like these expectations of everyone. Yeah, be super you think that women are Barbie dolls and perfect and everything. I still think that. What are you talking about? Okay. Um, all right, so let's move on. We finished Pet Cemetery. We rated it, and that's the end of our spoiler. Okay, and the other movie out, uh, I'm sorry, the, the other movie to enter the top 10 box office last week at number one was Shazam. You have bullet immunity. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> You're dead. Sorry about your window, but night. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, stop. I'm a superhero. played a clip from the trailer for Shazam. It's 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. We did a deep dive spoiler review last week. This is about a superhero who has the power to listen to any song and tell you what song it is in iTunes. It's called Shazam. They made an app named after him. Uh-huh. It's, it's oh, an wait, incredible app to develop the story. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I have his app on my phone. It's awesome. Shazam. It's like, what song is this? And then, you yeah. know. He's an alien too, right, Andy? <laughs> he's an alien. Uh, <laughs> so, do you guys want to add any new insights or are we, we're good on that one? I the, That one and the one I saw today, uh, Little, brought, brought both brought me a lot of <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Remember the kid in the movie that stutters? Oh, he stutters? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Wait, did he stutter in Shazam? I don't remember that. No, in in Little. Okay, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun in Little. That was I the had best movie lo- I've seen this week. Both of them were just really fun. Both. Of them. Yeah, yeah, they that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so and then and so that's last week. Um, and so now let's move to movies opening this week. There's four movies out in wide release this week. Uh, Can we talk about the one that made me want to stab my eye out with a spoon? Yeah, after. Let's talk about it. Call and text every day. Mom, it's college. It's not a survival course. It'll be fine. Truth or dare? Okay, truth. Are you a virgin? I'll do dare. I dare you to make out with her. I'm done playing this game. Oh, I like this girl. Deep question. Who is Harden Scott? I think that it's better if we keep our distance. Okay, I just played a clip from the trailer for After. It's a romance based on a novel geared at, like, teenagers, teenage girls, probably. Well, as we walked out of the theater, there was, like, an older sister and her, like... Lots of girls, right? And they were all between, like, 15 and 25? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where all the high ratings came of audience because they've all read the book. Okay, this on Rotten Tomatoes... The critics thought it was, like, death. It's 13%... I'm sorry, now 14% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics... But 87% by audience. Don't you think that's weird? Yeah. It's it's like the people that go see that love it. They that, they want to see it. So this is... Yeah, a, adverse selection. Is that what you call it? Adverse? Yeah, be, because <clears throat> the people who saw that movie and rated it was not a representative of sampling of the population of the United States. It was people who are who wanted to see that movie. Right. There was something about the movie, whether the book or the preview. They it was, took him to the movie, and so they... Yeah. I, I guess you could argue most movies are adverse selection, but that one clearly is because you can tell by the critic scores they're seeing all the movies and they have maybe a perspective which is more rounded yeah maybe. i guess when there's such a disparity from the critics uh, and well, high, this is the biggest i've ever seen 14 percent versus 87 percent. don't you think that's weird <laughs> it's gotta be because like audiences didn't just like it they loved it and critics hated it i don't know if you noticed i was trying to flirt with the girls after the movie and i was like <laughs> i'm used to that did you guys just see after you know like and then but why did i just say that oh yeah but it was all they were all going there to see it because they yeah because the they read the book yeah and they're all like the book is better which yeah. is always is right i mean when is the book not better than the movie princess bride <laughs> is there a book yeah but it was made it was based on the movie right but that is one movie that is better than the book wait well yeah no any, i th- i thought the book came first for a prince oh they did Joel read the, the book, book in the movie right yeah the, the book did come first huh that's true yeah, wait a minute right. unless the book was part of Although, like this marketing thing where they sold the book at the same time uh yeah but i don't, I don't think we're qualified to judge that unless we've read the book I the haven't book read the book, but I know for a fact it's better no, than Joel the book. had the book, and there's a part where you... I remember there's a part where he, he pushes on that special part on the tree and opens yeah. up the door. Yeah, yeah, I he remember. He talked about how walking in there like was this long journey to describe going through the tunnels and caves to get to the little mm-hmm. torture room. He, I remember him talking about... There were, gave a lot I of details. I remember somebody reading part of that book to me when I was a kid, and it wasn't at home. We were like visiting somebody, and they were reading part of it. Was it a grandpa reading it to you when you were sick in bed? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It was like one of our older siblings' friends or something. Okay, so so after stars uh, Joe.
Josephine Langford is the lead. She's really cute. Don't she's you think? really cute. Like, she grows on you. She hasn't been in anything great. Um, she's not a well-known person. <laughs> she still hasn't been in anything great. Karen the whole time was like, "Is she Mormon? She's dressing like she's Mormon. Like she's dressed. She's like wearing very like conservative, conservative clothes, almost like a polygamist. Like yeah, she wears a dress to like a rage yeah, party. Yeah, but she was cute, definitely. Like and then um the the guy that's supposedly like this mystery man is um his name is Hero Fiennes Tiffin, I guess. Uh he plays the role of Harden Scott. He he was he he played um He's best known for playing the 11-year-old uh, Tom Riddle in the Harry Potter ser- series. Tom Tom Riddle is the student that later became Voldemort in Harry Potter. So, it, I so this is my this is my like gut reaction to this movie. I I I felt like these two actors didn't have any chemistry, and I didn't I did not understand the whole time why she was interested in him because I mean he was maybe a bad boy, but he wasn't ex- he he wasn't like Brad Pitt good looking. He was like like he wasn't even as good looking as Cole Sprouse. You know, like from um, when when we saw whatever that movie was last week, the one where they are, they have cystic fibrosis. Like I didn't get oh, why she was five feet under, five, five <laughs> feet apart. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't I didn't understand why she was even interested in him. They didn't have any natural chemistry, and and instead of showing them like having chemistry with some maybe some banter or games or playing or something, they just showed them making out. And there were maybe five or six scenes of them making out, weren't yeah. there? Yeah. To to like the first date, he's like, hey, I want to show you something special. They grew up to this lake. Every time he said that, I every go. time he said that, he's like, "I were you like you started laughing, and I started laughing because it's like, like, what is he going to pull down his pants or something?" Yeah. <laughs> every time he'd say that, I'd say, "Seth, I want to show you something. I want to show you something special." And he takes her up to this lake, and he's like, "Let's jump in." So this movie, the first hour of it, there was it was it was pointless. Like you were like, "I don't understand why we're watching this." Like, okay, these two love each other. I get that, but what's the point? There's no tension there's no narrative nothing and um finally after an hour they pull out this twist because i was saying to you andy like during the movie i'm i'm betting critics gave this zero percent there's no redeeming quality to this movie yeah but once the twist came out it was a really juicy twist it was pretty it added a ton of tension but it was so late the movie was almost over by the time you got to that and it wasn't really believable because you knew that he really liked like you could just like the whole it just it just didn't it wasn't believable like she, she wouldn't have been that mad because they were like in should love. we go to should we go to spoilers? Oh yeah. Um. So so just in summary. Wait. Are you are you guys going to give your rating? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm about to do actually. Okay. So the the critics gave this six fourteen percent, which I I think that is perfect. That's what I would give it. That totally nails it. It would be zero percent without that good twist. Um. Audience scores eighty seven percent. I don't get that at all. What would you give it? I don't know. Like once you hit below like thirty, it's bad movie. Yeah. So. It might as well be zero, huh? So are you like, going to talk about whether our predictions? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe should we do that spoilers? in spoilers? Because in the preview, he was so stiff and serious the whole time, which I thought mm. was a problem during the whole movie. He's very wooden and Pinocchio-ish like, or robot-ish. Yes, and, and so <laughs> I thought like or alienish. I th- I think they're trying to make him mysterious, but he just came off as like boring and brooding and like he was like a worse ver- worst version a worse version of Edward. Yes, in, in the from Twilight oh, exactly geez. like. Oh, he was a worse version of that. Yeah, like and um so so when we saw the preview I said I I think like we know he has a secret because they tell you that in the preview. I think he's a robot. That's what I thought because he just never showed any emotion. That was your prediction? And Ben's prediction was that he was an alien or a Pinocchio. <laughs> and Andy, your prediction was that he was a football player. <laughs> 
which was very astute. And I don't want to spoil it, but it turns out he's a football player. That was his secret the whole time. He's from England. <laughs> yeah, football. That, that's yeah. the twist. It was British football with your foot, not American Oh, yeah. Football. Do you think that's why she fell for him? Because his only attractive quality was his English accent. Dude, I've almost fallen into that trap several times. <laughs> I, I totally girl, understand it. An yeah. English girl, I almost fell for him because of their accent. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But I just didn't I just didn't get why she liked she was she was like a nine and he was like a six you know but it was supposedly the narrative was made you think that he was like a nine and she was a six okay there were some good scenes in little where um (laughs) i want to talk about this because i really identified it with it where the little girl is like cozying up to the teacher okay we'll talk about it but it has to do with (laughs) well we kind of spoiled this didn't we let's just move on to okay okay well let's just um yeah let me just we're still on after right yeah Yeah. we're still on after okay so that was a non-spoiler section of after the rest of this conversation if any will be moved to the back of the episode for the spoiler section okay um doesn't that name bug you after like yeah it's a bad name yeah. it's supposedly like after my his name what was his name after um the boy like before him my life was like had all this but after after my romance with him it was just about him that's what she said at the beginning didn't she yeah and the, the it, that kind of, theme didn't carry into the movie at all it kind of felt like you were watching a really real life story of immature kids at college like she cheats yeah. on her boyfriend right it's like and it was right. like boring like yeah okay yeah. yeah i mean like her roommate was smoking pot and freaking out her mom and kissing a really hot girl yeah and like had yeah but it was yeah. like it was you guys aren't describing a movie that sounds bad <laughs> it was it was it was just so well, what i mean is it was like documenting like the life of like every college it was just kid. such a stereotype of, of college kids yeah <clears throat> Okay, let's move on uh, to... last thing I'll say about that, though, is I texted my brother, I'm at a movie, I'm seeing, I'm at a movie called After. What movie are you seeing? After? <laughs> he couldn't, he didn't know what I was... <laughs> I know. That's true. Okay, yeah. let's move on to the next movie out and wide release this week called Little. Think you're the boss of me? Say one more thing, I dare you. You're too fat for that skirt. Okay, see, I've been looking at you like a little girl, but you a grown-ass woman. We have a BMW situation, black mama whooping. I told you not to test me! Your kids. Mommy or my mama. I just played a clip from the trailer for Little. It's 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. We've all seen it. I enjoyed it it's a lot. It's only 51%? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too low. It's way too low. I would expect in the 70. Yeah. 75. Why did you, why did you expect it to be that high, Ben? I, well, it was it was entertaining the whole way through. And it delivered on the preview. Like, better than the preview. Yeah, it was it was funny. It was really funny. I was laughing a lot. I, all the actors were really good. Is, Issa Ray is that her name? She is like... She's gorgeous. Yeah, her t- teeth are like her smile is so yeah i don't know she's beautiful like, i don't know if those are real teeth or something and she like, had so no white. confidence like it was weird to see that she yeah. is a good actress because i'm sure she does have confidence she yeah i i felt like she was kind of the st- i mean she was basically the lead but the little yeah. girl um marseille marseille martin she was good too she was really funny too do you know what part i loved it was like a part that i would think would be so stupid is when they both started seeing at that restaurant uh, that was funny I I know. I thought yeah, it was going to be that stupid. came out of nowhere. It came out. And then so I was like, bizarre. I'm going to eye roll. But like, they kept like doing these gags that would make you laugh during it. Like, <laughs> like, like she says something to that married guy. How do you know that girl? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've never met her before, huh? Like, because she's like singing and twirling his like bald head while she's doing. And, and then like, oh, I his yeah, and his wig came off. I couldn't help oh, yeah, that yeah. when the wig came off. I just burst out laughing. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that scene. 
That I think that was the only scene that made no sense. It, the, the singing? Yeah. Yeah. It was it, almost like a scene they filmed only to put in a preview, but it, it wasn't in a preview. Why was that there? It was almost like that movie, Isn't It Romantic, I think, where she's living in a romantic comedy and like they start singing dancing for no reason. Yeah. It was almost like that. I, I thought there was this really funny part where the... She's a little... Oh, okay. Let me just summarize the plot because maybe some people listening don't like know what this is about. It's it's about a boss lady who's rich and she's bullying people and a little girl casts like some Harry Potter spell on her and turns her into like a little 11-year-old, a 13-year-old girl. And so it's like the opposite concept of big, basically. Instead of like a kid that turns into an adult, it's like an adult that turns into a kid. And she's like trying to run her company and there's lots of hijinks and it's just really funny. And it's... It, and ends up being kind of a therapy like a spell she has to resolve some things from her child yeah yeah um i, I wasn't sure what like was there a clear message from the movie yeah like it was kind let of out your inner child or get over your accept inner... yourself how you are and... i thought yeah, the message yeah. was you have to be nice to everybody yeah be nice but even the even the the woman who was you know, the spell was cast on i don't really feel like she learned anything i don't changed. feel like that was a message i think it was more like because you know how before the spell was cast she was was she had this wall up she wouldn't let anybody get close to her she had this like love interest that she wouldn't let in she wouldn't tell him anything about her life she wouldn't give him a key didn't you like him i wanted he him was to be... a little too earnest for me didn't you think yeah he was well i, I mean they showed guy, this in the clearly. preview he just shows up on the roof deck and starts dancing that was cool that pool. was cool i thought I it was that. so funny when he was dancing the funny part was Issa ray's reaction to yeah. him like totally like <laughs> oh like she was so funny she's like i'm April, A for available. Like, was, I thought it was so funny. That was, was so funny. funny. There were also some really funny, creepy parts where, as a little girl, she's putting adult men into this awkward position where she's, like, acting romantic, and they're like, whoa, 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 back up. Yeah. Because she did it with teacher. her school teacher. That was in the preview, too. You feeling this? She did it with her boyfriend where she starts... <laughs> and her boyfriend, yeah. ...crawling on top of him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, He's as like, a man, the, that's, like... The worst thing that could happen. Yeah, and that's what he did. He's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. He just runs away. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me once. We were watching a family and their whole kids and they had a daughter who was, I don't know, nine or ten. And she'd always, she'd follow me around. She'd come sit by me and was <laughs> it was a little too close. So I went out front. They had like a little, some kids were out playing in the front yard and I sat on a bench. And she comes over and sits right next to me on the bench. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a little close. In that moment, their parents pulled in the driveway. Oh, like, yeah. oh, great. That looks like we were just sitting all close together next to each other <laughs> yeah, on the bench. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, you don't mind, right? It's kind of cute that a little girl wants to sit next to you but then like no well no i didn't mind but i just didn't it was she it was just a little too much made me uncomfortable and at the worst moment the parents drove in and like okay it, but what i'm asking them, is like, like i was just sitting there did you mind that she was doing it or did you mind that it would look weird to third parties i might because for me it's always the like the second thing yeah i don't i just don't want to look because i i teach primary at church and there's this little girl there it was hard to get her to come to class the first day she came in she like ran out and went to her mom they're like eight years old and so i started like going out of my way to like make her feel comfortable to get her to stay in class and then she started like latching onto me and like sitting on my lap during primary and stuff and i'm it i'm always like okay i like <laughs> there's, there's just like this conflict like i want to make her feel comfortable i want to be like affectionate to this little girl who's not my daughter but i don't want to be like this creepy guy right. either you know i you would know? never want to i don't be... want to look like a creepy guy so i don't want other people to like look and be like oh brother Ballstead's getting a little too close like i just don't oh, want man. that to happen i know i would never <laughs> want to be in a situation that could be misinterpreted interpreted like that because it's just so common for people 
to like look at men and be like, oh, you're creeping me out. Like, well, if someone, if my little kids were on somebody's lap, I'd be like, no, I'd shut it down. Yeah. You know, the good thing with, with, um, Jacob's little girl though, Bridget is like her, her parents were always talking about how she's like doing that all the time. I was like, okay, Jacob's not like, yeah, he's not going to under- think I'm like a creeper or anything. So I'm not going to worry about it. They understand. Like I, after yeah. a Brighton football game, I went over to the house and I was with some guys like, cause <laughs> she's probably going to be like a cheerleader at BYU and really popular. Yeah, she definitely but is. She, she would, there was these guys that were like back when they were in the high school, they're probably like kind of nerdy. Yeah. But they were, because they were adults, she was like jumping all <laughs> over and hugging them and locking the door and being alone with them in the room. And it was like so oh, uncomfortable. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Locking the door and being alone with them in the room? Well, like, cause we were in the, they were showing us their house. Oh, okay. So like yeah. we were in their laundry room and she shut the door and it was me and this guy and like, <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. do you want to know the worst thing that's ever happened to me? I was, my aunt wanted me to teach art lessons to her kid. We were in the basement. You told this, I think. I yeah, did. I remember this. Yeah. One of the kids hit someone with a rock. So I'm like, okay, we're going to the park. We're going to wait for your grandma to come <laughs> So you're just up. an adult 40 year old sitting there watching a bunch of kids at the park. No, I was 25. <laughs> okay. Like 26. And yeah. then one of the, one of her granddaughters is on top of the playground, like 20 feet away from me. And she looks right at me and she's like, stop touching my butt. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I yeah, was, you told that story. I was yeah. like, I am never, oh ever going to be with kids I can't again. handle that. I Oh, my goodness. Well, the the thing is, like, all the time, though, you find out, like, so-and-so molested. So, like, some adult man, yeah, like, molested right. some kid. And so, even as a parent, I'm always like, don't leave our kids with any men. Just, like, you can have I women know, babysit have and stuff. So just much. keep them away from men. Because you don't know, like, cousins, uncles, whatever. Like, just keep them just, away from it, men. It's just safer. You don't, then you don't have to worry. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like... Like you, you can easily like look like one of those men that makes everybody suspicious if, if you like are doing, you know, going to the park with kids or letting, having little kids sit on your lap and doing that kind of it's stuff. It's hard and, to do anything. Yeah. Without. Yeah. So, you, so anyway, so I thought it was funny in this movie. They're playing with that though. Cause with the teacher, she's like, you feeling what I'm feeling? He's like, no, I'm not feeling no. that at all. Don't look at me. I thought that was so funny. Um, what, what was the pl- most pleasant thing about the movie uh, that you, was it the, was there something that just like. Because for me, I, I, I was not looking forward to it, but I love it. Oh, really? I laughed a lot. I was enjoying it. I, it was so refreshing after seeing After, the, the movie called After. Um, and I did shed a couple of tears in the end because I just thought it was really heartwarming relationship with those little kids, you know? Oh, yeah. When they, yeah. they, they came to, um, they came over to see the unveiling or whatever. They came to something at the very end. Um, those were such side characters, but they were ended up being my favorite, some of my favorite characters, those yeah. little kids. And I, I did like like the message i thought the message was I, I personally took it that it was more about like um learning to um be be yourself like let like you become you know bullies really they they do it out of insecurity you know and um it was like let down your guard like be who you are so that you i don't know find your inner child i guess like because as kids you don't you don't have all these barriers up but as adults once you get some scars you know you get dumped by a girl you have the, like some trauma happen then you start getting guards up all over the place yeah, it was almost, it was really cool because when she goes to the, the performance or the school talent show, mm-hmm. she almost like offers herself up as a sacrificial lamb because she wants yeah. to show them that it doesn't matter if she like makes a fool out of herself, yeah. it, it's, but she's trying, you know? <laughs> I did like that dance scene because my son, Rocky, my eight-year-old son, he's always... <laughs> 
He's always doing this floss dance. Have you seen kids do yeah. that? Or, okay. Yeah. And so he like, tried to do it. That was so funny. He, he's doing it all the time. And like, I, I don't know if I might have mentioned this, but some like he was taking a shower in our bathroom and I'm like, Rocky, you need to floss. Here's here's some floss. Will you, can you floss in the shower? And he's like, yeah. And so I could open the curtain and look at him. And he's sitting there dancing, doing the floss <laughs> dance. <laughs> like that's his joke every night. I'm like, Rocky, you need a brush and floss. Can you floss right now? And he's like, oh yeah. And then he'll start doing his dance. <laughs> It was funny during the movie when they tried to do that dance and they just utterly failed. They were like doing it totally. They were too slow. They were out like they were hitting each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was a mess. Okay. um, Anything else before we go into spoilers? She was a really talented dancer, but that might be in the spoiler. I kind of want to see Insecure um, on HBO. I've never seen it. I've seen the previews for it. That's the one that's with Issa Rae. She was the lead, like the one with the giant, bright, white smile. Is Insecure a movie or a TV? It's a TV show on HBO. Yeah. And that's Issa Rae is the lead in that, in that TV show. I haven't seen it. I've just seen the previews for it, but it makes me kind of want to see it because I really liked her as a, a character. In fact, the chemistry between her and Regina hall was just really funny know, and then like even siblings. when she was yeah it was just like she's like oh you look like so-and-so from empire i i don't even know what that reference was when she's dressed like totally in gold <laughs> yeah that's in the preview was, i think too yeah it is i just thought it was really did, funny did you guys notice how that, that <clears throat> i in this in this day and age there's a lot of like race talk but i thought it was so funny when they would say things like about white people like you're doing you just called two white people a marshmallow <laughs> Or I like, can't remember. Oh but yeah, yeah. They would always funny. say things about white people, like you yeah. did this in front of. Don't make me look bad in front of these white people, or something like that. Um, that was funny. Yeah, those racial awareness all the time. Like, what was the artificial intelligence called that she was building? It was like Homegirl or something. <laughs> yeah, Homegirl. I thought that was so funny. Like it was totally a black thing. It was like Homegirl, play my track or whatever, play my beats. You deleted like, all those. Mm. <laughs> like the the Homegirl AI would respond like really sassy. It was just so funny. The best. Was was when he's like homegirl play my sexy songs she's like i'm sorry you deleted all of those <laughs> and then she's like play them anyway okay <laughs> or something so do you guys want to rate it before we go to spoilers i it, would give it a 90 yeah it's 51 percent on rotten tomatoes i think i re- agree with you andy I, I would give it like 80 or yeah probably 80 like it was it was a good movie it was funny it was really refreshing to see um Something that made me laugh. It had a good storyline, had a message, good acting. I'm in the 70s. So yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Okay, the rest of this discussion will be moved to the end of the podcast for the spoiler section. So the next movie out in wide release this week is Missing Link. I offer you a glimpse of a legendary creature lost in time. Neither ape nor man, but a giant. He's had many names. Actually, I go by Susan. Su- Susan. Yeah, Susan. That is a girl's name. Yes, that's correct. It suits you. <laughs> I just played a clip from the trailer for Missing Link. It's 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. comes out this week. Um, I think, Ben, you're the only one that saw it. Do you want to yeah. give us a tease of it? Yeah. Oh, too bad you guys didn't see it. This is... Um, so it's 89% might, on I'm Rotten Tomatoes. I'm probably going to see it this week. And then maybe we can do like a proper review next yeah, week. Yeah, I'd rate this one 90. It was it was thoroughly enjoyable the entire time. Uh, the story didn't have much depth, but the characters were... They were just fun to watch. It was... it was. I mean, there were like plot issues and stuff like that. 
like that, but it was just enjoyable. I really enjoyed it, and I was laughing a lot. There were lots of little, there were lots of little jokes through it. Um, I wanted to take my little girl when I went, but the, I couldn't get from work to pick her up to make the oh, movie. Oh, that's time, too bad. I wish I would have brought her. It was this is a great one for because hmm. I want to take him to it. It was really. Fun. Um, I like Zach Galifianakis. Isn't he the voice? Yeah, he's the voice. And I thought oh, that Susan. was a really funny. <laughs> Which is yeah, the ape. he wants to be called Susan. It, it was just like a funny. That's like his type of. What's your name, Susan? That that's a woman's name. That is correct. <laughs> that like is correct. It, that just seems like there was a his style that. of humor. He was the Susan character, the missing link guy. He was taking everything that was said sarcastically, literally, <laughs> in antics ensue. You know, I don't know why that's funny. It's like so cheap, but it's always funny. <laughs> it's just. Did you remember this used to always like weird me out? I'd be talking to your dad. He already scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But he'd be say he'd switch into this thing like when I was a little girl. I used <laughs> yeah. to do this and this and this. I'm like, I was like, you're a little girl. I'm so confused about, about the mechanics because he, yeah, he'd say when I was little, I used to be a little boy and then I fell out of the car. I became a little girl, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah. or vice versa or whatever. So I was, I was thinking, how did that happen? You're always wondering about it. I think that was the whole joke to make you like, wonder. I know yeah, that's the thing is now, I don't know. Like there's, we have a little neighbor boy. That's like a girl, like becoming a girl. Like it's not exactly funny anymore. Now it's not funny. Cause it's just real. It's yeah, exactly. It's like, like people are doing, yeah. you know, like at oh, some point since they you, made a joke about it. It's right. You, you go back and watch friends and they're making all these jokes about gays, but it's just not really funny. Anymore. The gays. <laughs> the gays. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. you, that's old, how it is. Exactly. For old people always say that. Do you like the gays? How do you feel about the gays? Anyway. Um, have you, speaking of Zach Galifianakis, have you guys watched between two ferns? I've seen, I've seen a few episodes. He is so funny. Um, when I was supposed to be studying for my bar exam, for some reason I needed like, I didn't need it, but I just got distracted by YouTube and I watched it for like four hours straight <laughs> and he'll do like, he is so like, he's really brave too. Like he's interviewing Barack Obama and Barack's like, well, I really came here today to, to tell you about, and he's like, ah, oh, is this where you're going to give me the plug? And then Barack Obama's like, uh, uh, yes. He's like, okay, get it over with. So do you go to any websites that are .coms or .nets or do you mainly just stick with uh, .govs? No, actually we uh, go to .govs. Have you heard of healthcare.gov? Here we go. Okay, let's get this out of the way. What did you come here to plug? Have you heard of the Affordable Care Act? Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's the thing that doesn't work. Why would you get the guy that created the Zune to make your website? Healthcare.gov works great now. Is your plug finally over? Uh, I, I suppose so. So which country were you rooting for in the Winter Olympics? Seriously? Like he's like really <laughs> abrupt and rude with the president of the United States. I thought it was, it was just so funny. Refreshing. Like, yeah. He's like, just... So the most memorable part for me is when he was interviewing Natalie Portman. This was like 10 years ago. And you may have to beep this out, but he says, he says, you were in the movie the V for Vendetta. Yes, that's right. Did you, you shaved your head for the role? Yeah. Did you also shave your V for Vendetta? You shaved your head for V for Vendetta. Mm -hmm. um, did you also shave your V for v Um, uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> 
and she's just shocked he would ask that and she says uh pass like, on to the next question and he kept asking her just these like super cringy questions and like she was it, it felt like she i, I could be wrong like I she was uncomfortable he, he wasn't even an actor yet and she got it, it seemed like yeah she yeah. got invited on this talk show and she's like what is this it was thing? like before oh, the what was it um oh hang the hangover, the hangover yeah. it was before the hangover movies where he got really big there's there's one where he's interviewing jimmy kimmel and he like takes his shoes off and socks and like sits there barefoot it's supposed to be in the middle of this interview he just stops talking and just like uh, t- takes off his shoes and socks he's like you can't do that on your show <laughs> and jimmy kimmel's like well i can but you can't do that on your show i yeah i could i mean there's no rule against it i just it's not something i would do <laughs> so, so his his humor his voice was fine in this but his humor isn't through words it's through actions <clears throat> like the, one yeah, of my yeah like that's true. one really good <clears throat> recent example is he was the host on saturday night live like five or so years ago and so they <laughs> it, this is so dumb so you know the end of the snl after all the skits everyone's standing out on the stage and whoever the host is there in the front they say something like welcome to uh thanks for watching blah 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 so so um uh Sorry, what's Zach? Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, so I'm starting on his name. So Zach, he's in the very last skit. And then right after, they do a commercial break. And then they have the like the goodbye scene where he's on stage. And so in the goodbye scene, his head is shaved except for like a mohawk. (laughs) And it was like this weird haircut looked really familiar. And he says, thanks for watching the show. We all had a great time. I'm just a little disappointed we didn't get to the Mr. T sketch. (laughs) He like cut his hair in a Mr. T style. And that was the whole joke to say that that's so funny are you sure it wasn't fake i i don't know me i don't know oh okay that's funny all right so that is really we got on a tangent but we were talking about missing link okay so the only other movie to come out this week in wide release it'll probably be the number two movie in the box office this weekend is hellboy out of the ashes new eden will emerge Okay, I'd appreciate a prophecy with more relatable stakes. Haven't we got to be saving the world or something? Yeah, okay, come on. Let's get your game face on. Yeah, come on, let's do this. I just played a clip from the trailer for Hellboy. This is 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is 69%. That's better. I, yeah, I, I feel I'm with the audience score on this Same. one. Um, I thought David Harbour was, was good. A little bit like the the costume like his tail especially was a little bit rubbery um yeah pack. his whole th- everything felt rubbery like his his horn fist thing oh yeah yeah his fist thing i mean it was so obvious he's just carrying around this prosthetic yeah it had no limp to it it had no like it was just limp like the finger just never moved he was just carrying this thing around right um but do you think he's really as like toned and six-pack as he is in the movie or is he I wearing some kind of vest or something because have you in stranger things didn't he have kind of a gut that's my memory yeah so wherever he gets that like vest thing that makes him look like he's buff in a six pack. I want to get one of those. Yeah. Because <laughs> he looked really ripped, but like big and kind of like scary. Did I, you, did I went you into get, this thinking it'd be a big stinking pile because it, it had really, 
really bad reviews yeah. initially. Me too. But I was I was really impressed with some of them. I thought it was a I thought it was a decent movie, except for I mean we can talk about it. it was kind of a there was a lot of content. It was a little bit messy. Um, yeah. In in the same way that Pet Cemetery, like they, they didn't give the characters really a chance to develop very well. Some of them, some of them, but um, they introduced a lot of characters that didn't actually have an important role. They were just kind of fleeting. Yeah, but, there was tons of that. I like that word fleeting. And I I thought he looked super okay well from from the very beginning of the movie they have this clip with king arthur that i loved i'm like oh my gosh this this movie that's supposed to be a dud i'm like loving this yeah i was scene. i was so impressed with the opening yeah. i thought it was going to be such a dumb movie and like oh the cinematography is really good and hellboy wasn't even in that part it was king arthur which was like i was like okay that's cool like what and then um the sword in the stone comes becomes a theme in the movie later but there's this part at the end you see it in the preview but this part of the end where you see him with a flaming sword and his full horns yeah and he looked so and he has a crown that's on fire too yes he has this flaming crown that's kind of floating because he's like this demon king and he looked so cool yeah it's like flying scene. through the air on a horse or something it looked like he, no, he looked like a character like, out of lord of the rings it was like a dragon wasn't it it was a dragon maybe it was with wings but it was like a zombie dragon um anyway it so yeah i i really uh, and what what really like what i really liked is like his his personality like his character was like i just didn't know what he was i i was like is he like a vin diesel kind of personality he's like oh i'm the alpha get out of my way or but he wasn't that way at all he's just like got this heart of gold kind of and he's really like like there's this scene where the scorpion crawls on his arm and then like stings him and he's like it's okay buddy you just do what you do i forgive you kind of like that's how his whole his whole tone was always kind of trying to um de-escalate the whole time he's like trying to de-escalate the fighting he's like didn't you think yeah i think so but part of his tone was it was off-putting to me i couldn't quite place because there were sometimes he'd say something and it sounded like a whiny teenager yeah oh is he supposed to be a teenager he when he was around his dad he was very petulant wasn't he yeah and just like the the tone he would make sometimes it when he as he first said a phrase i thought he was just whining but then it turned out he was like saying something it was something about the tone of his voice and his inflections it was i couldn't quite it threw me off a little bit Mm. and his voice is kind of like kronk's voice yeah yeah and so um i mean i mean these are like kind of petty complaint did i i was really like i really appreciated the practical effects versus because we're so used to seeing cgi fights and characters but yeah that pig character was looked to me like a practical effect like a puppet. he was really good and they must have used cgi for like the facial expressions and stuff but it ju- it looks so different you know when there's like it just looks so different it was not cgi it was clearly not cgi the cinematography and the effects were really good like really the good, best yeah. my favorite scene was when he was fighting the giants yeah <laughs> the camera yeah. stayed in a third person for most of it it was mostly a single take and it was done really well where the camera would follow i don't know because normally you have fight scenes they keep doing like quick camera cuts right but this was this was really cool they let you actually it. see the fighting yeah you you could see things through motion and you could follow them and like um i i wish i could see that part again and like study how they did it, it was really cool there was a lot of cool visuals like and um it, I, it, and during that part i was especially like why did it have such a low rating this movie's really good like they did yeah, a really good job i on know it. i don't understand it you know what i think it is i think it's because the previous hellboy movies are like beloved like those had really good did you see them i didn't see them but i just saw that they had really good cr- 
critic reviews in the 80s and 90s with Ron Perlman. And because this is a reboot and it's kind of recent, I think it's like how the book is always better than the movie. You know, it's that same kind of thing. Maybe. It's like, oh, well, we already had the Hellboy and the original was better. So you're trying to remake something. You don't need to. I think seeing the previous would have helped a lot because there were a lot of characters. I was, there were a lot of random scenes like the lobster claw guys. Like, beware the claw. I was like, what? <laughs> what was that? I was so confused. Like, was that a gimmick? Was that like the they're just trying to throw claw. random things in there? Was this character I should know who he is? I don't remember the lobster claw guy. What? What? There was a lobster claw scene, and he has he has like an emblem of a lobster claw on his chest. And the way the scene ends, oh, is like, okay, beware yeah, the yeah. claw. And he was also after the credits, he showed up again in the final scene. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. Who was that guy? Yeah, I was I was so confused. And right when the movie ended, I'm like, what was up with that lobster claw? And I tweeted it, and then the he showed up in the after scene thing, and we're like, what? He's in the oh. he's in the after credit scene. Hmm. I don't remember what he did in the after. I left before that scene, so I didn't see it. Well, I hope I hope this franchise can overcome the bad ratings that this movie's gotten initially, because I don't understand the thirteen percent. No, me neither. I oh, mean, but but meanwhile, uh, Super Broly's in the nineties. I know. What I don't is get wrong? it. Like, am I like totally? Did, did somebody get bought off? Uh, yeah. Like, what is happening with the world? I don't know. This was this was super gory though. Did you like? Oh, there was goodness. so much blood and gore. It made me. It felt like almost like a slasher movie at some points. The the demons were done. Oh, you were so talking well. about the kiss by the witch. That witch was oh, freaky. That was so gross. There's this like the hag witch and the way she walked. She was like on. She had like peg legs. She walked like yeah. on all fours but backwards. But her head. It was, was like this backwards oh. crab walk with knives in her hands. And when she kissed him, she like <laughs> licked all over his lips and it left like this. I had this white film all over his lips. And he doesn't even wipe it off. He just oh. leaves it there. And you're like, oh, get that off of your. She was like the most disgusting thing. You think the scene's finally over. And then it turns into they're going to kiss. That oh was my so gosh. gross. Yeah. I hope this franchise can survive though i really like david harbour um i like the personality of help like seeing the movie i actually liked him as a character i like i felt affection for him as a character and not having seen the previous ones i just thought like is this like some i don't know is he supposed to be like a bad guy that like i, I thought it was just going to be a different way different tone than what it was and um, yeah same here the the preview didn't do it justice i was expecting something really dumb and but i don't know the the movie it really tried to deliver it was over two hours long hmm. and there was a lot of content yeah yeah it was like good it was full of action it wasn't like plodding along it wasn't slow it was a lot of action it was good yeah do you want to go to spoiler do you want to rate it first i i think 69 percent is good that's the audience score i'd agree with that yeah really close to there okay do you want to go to spoiler yeah. Okay, from this uh, the rest of this conversation will will be moved to the end of the episode for the spoiler section. Okay, now let's do... Oh, Andy, you missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now let's just talk about two movies coming out in wide release next week. First is Breakthrough. Boys, get off the ice! We're training for the Olympics, sir! Cindy! He's been underwater for more than 15 minutes. It's going to be a recovery, not a rescue. done everything medically possible. There's nothing more we can do. Please, God, send your Holy Spirit to save my son. 
I just played a clip from the trailer for Breakthrough. It's 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. This really does make me want to drag, like, gag. Yeah. I do not. I'm not watching Not it. a Sorry, fan guys. of this. Andy, I, you're going to have to take one for the team. Yeah, <laughs> this is, um, it looks like it's um, similar to that Planned Parenthood one we saw, Unplanned. Oh, yeah. I want to see this one. Well, I think it's the same uh, cr- is uh, it creator, the same? right? And say this God's it? Not Dead. It's based on the inspirational true story of one mother's unfaltering love in the face of impossible odds. So the producers of Miracles from Heaven, Seven Pounds, I don't know. It's it's like a religious movie, kind of. Right. Right? Yeah. So I'm not, not looking forward to this. I'll look for an excuse to not see it. Maybe well, Andy's going to see it. Andy, take <laughs> we, no, we nominated you to see some other ones, too, and I don't think you did. <laughs> Maybe I'll see it, like we saw Unplanned, just to, like, just to rag on it for no other reason. Okay, and the other movie coming out this week in wide release is Disney Nature Penguin. This Earth Day. Experience the next chapter with a penguin named Steve. I just played a clip from the trailer for Disney Nature Penguins. It's currently 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know, like, I mean, it's more like a doc. It looks like it's more like a documentary than a movie about penguins in Antarctica. I feel like we've seen that before, but this is um, very highly rated. So maybe it's, oh, do you know what's weird? The Rotten Tomato score went down to 90%. It was at 100% when I took the screenshot. Oh, over? Two hours. Yeah, two hours. Two hours ago. Well, there's only 10 reviews so far. Did it just, did it hit theaters like tonight or is it in a week? No, this is next week this is april 17th it's okay out. so these are more critic reviews yeah yeah they're only critic reviews that the score is always critic unless it says on the audience score there's only 10 of them though 10 critic reviews so um this is about penguins it looks like a, a documentary so kind of like March you know the penguin just like all those nature documentaries that's what it looks like so um looks it might be decent i it doesn't look like either of these movies are going to be big blockbusters but the week after that is avengers endgame and i'm yeah. really excited for that so i'm so excited about some more movies. Did you guys see the pre? Seth, did you see the preview for Joker? No, yes. I didn't. Okay, Andy and I were talking about Joaquin it, Phoenix. When I saw Hellboy, it was the pre- first time I saw a preview for Joker. Oh, I must Joaquin have missed it. Phoenix. It looks so good. It's like a origin story for the Joker. Yeah, I was. The preview was wow. I was blown away. Then Brightburn. Yeah, I've seen that preview a bunch now. That's a great concept. Like the concept is cool. It's like super. If Superman was evil, but I wonder if the movie will be good. So Brightburn and is then about uh, John Wick Superman. three. Oh, John Wick. I can't wait for that. Yeah, so I don't know. I was like off my own world when in the John Wick preview. But there was a moment I because th- there's Lawrence is Lawrence Fishburne is his name. Yeah. The black guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Neo. Well, I'm just going to call him Neo. And Lawrence Fishburne. They were both in the Matrix and in John Wick. Oh, yeah. Three. So yeah. I thought, oh, that would be awesome if they turned this into a Matrix prequel. Yeah. So I, I think I texted that to you guys. I'm yeah, so you did. For John Wick. You did. <laughs> okay. Um. There is another movie coming out next week on the 19th. I don't know why it's coming out a couple days later, but it is in wide release. It's called The Curse of La Lenora. No, sorry. The Curse of La Llorona. Llorona in Spanish, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. It's two L's. It's Llorona. Um, It's a horror movie. It's 42% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. And I can't see what it's rated. I think it's rated R. Yeah, rated R. Um, Have you guys seen the preview for it? No. I feel like they. I've seen this preview every week for the oh, last really? month. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm not in the mood for horror, but I guess it I'm, looks like it's like Spanish made. Um, I know what we should do. We should go see the penguin one and a double feature with the horror followed by the horror one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just waiting for avengers endgame that's all i care about now okay so that's it this is the end of our spoiler free section thank you for listening to twim 
the two things that help us most are subscribing and rating our podcast. If you want to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at Twim Weekly. We also have an email. I never mentioned that. That's our website, thisweekinmovies.com. Yeah, our website is thisweekinmovies.com. Our email is thisweekinmoviespodcast at gmail.com. We are now beginning our deep dive discussion portion of the show, which will include spoilers for the following movies. Hellboy after Little Pet Cemetery. If you do not want to hear spoilers, then stop listening here. But sometimes spoilers make you enjoy it more, so go ahead and feel free to listen. I love you. If you're just joining us, we're discussing spoilers for Pet Cemetery. Okay, what were we talking about that you had to say for spoilers, Ben? Okay, so I've been saying how creepy this movie is. The little girl. Oh my god. So I, I believe in the did you guys ever see the first one? No, did you? So I no, I did not see it. But I read afterwards that in the first movie, the the younger child, the son, gets hit by a car. Yeah, yeah, me too. I read So that in this too. movie, the son was about to get hit by the car, but then the daughter gets hit right, by the Right. It was right? a subversion of your expectations. <clears throat> okay, so that cat comes back and it's not the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they bring back the cat. They all decide this was a mistake and his daughter dies. And you know, you can see the wheels turning. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to dig her up. I'm going to dig her up. And you're like, don't. Yeah, do it. you know don't immediately do it. like don't where it's it. going. Yeah. Yeah. And he brings her and back. And you can understand like, why too. Oh, because... oh my goodness. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, oh, I totally understand you want to, if you could bring somebody back. But, well, first of all, she was she was creepy. What did they do to her face? Her eyes were, like, uneven. and Yeah, like, cow her eyes, head was like, still kinda, one eyes up and over. Was that others. CGI? It couldn't have been makeup. It was so weird how they did that. Oh, my goodness. Her face was, like, so, all distorted. There was a missed opportunity, but it was super creepy when she's in the bath. He's giving her a bath comb in her hair, and the comb is kind of catching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the oh staples on her yeah. head. Why didn't they explain the staples? Did they swap out her brain? Like, why did they have to do surgery? Yeah, that... Cut, there was, like, you know, all the way down down the back of her head could have been from when they embalmed her or took out her. well that raised a lot of questions that were never answered because oh, maybe it, that was yeah maybe that was during the funeral embalming process oh no oh really you think when they embalmed her maybe she well, was the take out okay yeah yeah. yeah because i was thinking maybe that's something that happened um when she was buried because remember how the brush caught on the cat too right yeah. that's why I was, was it catching on the staples the the magic they had to do something but then the staples makes it seem like there's some person or somebody in tell it right, like they said right. the ground is sour so it's just, just magic it's just magic and you explain it away with magic but then the staples make it think like somebody consciously specifically yeah. like did something to her brain to bring her back exactly like there was some procedure done and that was an unanswered question at least in this movie it might have been answered in the book or something do you guys remember seeing like the indian de- demon in the background but we never saw him again they talked about him yeah but then they never answered the question i know there was a lot of there was this tall demon and then he disappeared yeah like it didn't it, it, it brought all these like ideas in that just went nowhere and they just fizzled out yeah and it was like well why did you bring it in if it wasn't gonna contribute to the narrative it's, somehow it sounds like the book was probably more extensive and they were like the well-intentioned person writing the book or the movie tried to drag in some of the interesting ideas but couldn't Could cover have. them all you know what was it was super creepy for some reason when he was like sleepwalking at night mm-hmm. barefoot through the woods that creeped me out and then when he woke up and realized
realized it was not a dream. Like it's yeah. super muddy. And this fear. That, I don't know why that creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. That was. Cause like to me, it was like, I, I couldn't stay in the house. I got to go. I'm like, I got to get out of this theater. I'm freaking out. Oh, you wanted to leave. It well, was just... it was uncomfortable. It was so scary for me. Have you guys ever had a dream that, nope. that, um, <laughs> nope. cause I had this dream and I, it's freaked me out my entire life. I was so scared. I was laying in my bed in a bunk bed and our basement was unfit. It was unfinished. And this, this hooded figure, I think she was a demon woman walked in to my room and then and it was like it was I, I was awake I thought I was awake and then she stuck her finger in my eye oh, but I was so scared um, like, and that kind of reminded me of that scene like it was blurring you thought it was a dream but then you realized it wasn't a dream yeah but have you ever had a dream like that that kind of, the movie kind of reminded me of that a little bit that's a scary dream that you just told us really yeah <laughs> it was so somebody demon sticking a finger in your eye yeah and uh, and you thought I thought like literally I was awake my eyes were open and after that i had to tell my mom and she's like i used to have dreams too and so we i'd start listening to books at tape at night that oh, were like positive like and, soothing hmm. yeah do you think there's some like psychological value to seeing horror movies because like do you think it like the reason i mean i have no idea why we have nightmares but do you think there's something some reason that we need to feel these like freaked out emotions and maybe that's why some people crave out these horror movies maybe seeing horror movies would prevent nightmares or something i don't know or cause them <laughs> I, I haven't even thought about that i haven't thought yeah, about that what is it about it that's entertaining like why is it entertaining yeah why do we love murder mysteries and like serial killers yeah there's something in us that like it's like when you see someone fall from like the like their life falls apart we just kind of want to watch it like when they get cheated on danger is is yeah i mean i don't like this genre i don't like getting creeped out but there's obviously like a huge group of people that want to go to the movies and get get freaked out well then they pretend like oh that wasn't scary (laughs) i wasn't scared yeah i I was that little girl that little girl must have been like eight and she's doing all the murdering she's stabbing everybody yeah i just think as an actress like they just cover her in blood and she's out stabbing everybody like wasn't oh that like, she was making me sick right when she started stabbing the old guy i realized what he had created you're like oh yeah. my gosh when oh the worst visual i can't get out of my head is when she cut his achilles tendon oh, on the stairs down the stairs but they show his like heel split open and you're like oh yeah it's and like it made like so... a it made a gross sound oh my god Gosh, yeah, she that that little actor. I mean, you love her. She's so sweet, and then all of a sudden, you like kill that demon. She's like, yeah, right when he's about to chop her head off with the right. sword. It was an interesting. It was kind of like us, uh, an interesting like contrast putting the two characters together. Because like in us, there's like a good and bad version, and with this little girl, the same yeah, thing. it was a lot like <clears throat> us. Yeah, because yeah, you got to see him like being good and bad. It's also I I don't think we have like movie genre categories to distinctly separate movies like us versus movies like Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I feel almost like Us was... I mean, Pet Cemetery was a slasher, wasn't it? And Us was not it was exactly... was a slasher horror. It was more of a thriller than like a but horror. But it, it was a thrasher. It was pretty disturbing in that there house. There were the but scissors, also, yeah. The house. Yeah. It was thrashers. more... How do you describe it? How do you describe it? It was more like... Intellectual. It was more makes you think. Yeah, yeah there, were like way, more, there were lots more layers in Us, for and sure. And it wasn't... I mean, us had a couple jump scares, but, but it was mostly what you were seeing on screen, driving. Yeah, it was mostly psychological right i think why also why it was so endearing too even though it was a horror is that it was this family like they were succeeding and it was kind of the opposite in pet cemetery the family does not succeed (laughs) so i guess i can't judge the genre because i loved us i like i said before i thought it was a masterpiece i would watch that all day long and same with get out i I loved those movies and i didn't like pet cemetery so maybe it's just a difference in the i don't think they're the same genre. genre but i really liked i actually kind of liked how the whole family got 
turned into demons. In, I know. It was in, like they in stayed Cemetery? together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when they, like I at the end. I felt bad for the little boy. At like, the very come end. on. He's just a little boy. Yeah. Just leave him alone. I was, I felt happy. I was like, oh, this is a happy ending. His family's coming to get him. I mean, they're going to kill him, but we all know that means that he just joins the family. They're going to be this like zombie family. And so it was supposed to be like really creepy and unsettling. They're going to get this boy. But I was like, oh, good. His family came to get him. Yeah. In a way, it was like in a really yeah, like, disturbing him- way. It was like they got to stay together. Right. Because like it would have been worse if he was just sitting there in the car until whatever he suffocated or overheated or something Yeah. later and the family never got him. So it was kind of cute when the zombie dad, the zombie mom, the zombie <laughs> sister came. In a really like disturbing, that. cute way. <laughs> you know what was really disturbing for me is when um, he brings the daughter back to life, but he's hiding it from everybody. Oh, and yeah. And then the wife comes yeah. home and sees her daughter that was had just died walking around and yes. like the little girl goes up and hugs her mom. And, oh, my gosh. He's like, she can't, she can't touch her. She's like too stiff. He's like, hug, hug your daughter. She's like, uh, uh-uh. didn't you want oh, him to so just disturbing. like open up to her about what's a, like in, uh, I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, honey, don't worry. I like, I, I got a secret him. project. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. About. I mean, he, I, yeah. Didn't you, weren't you dying for him to just open up about what was going on? Yeah. Well, Even I don't understand. Cat, he kept a secret. Well, well, kind of. Why wouldn't he tell his wife? I'm mean, there's a point when she comes back. He's like, okay, I just got to tell you, <laughs> you know, I brought her back Instead, he's like trying to hide in the house. I, I know. I, he, he, he had to have been going crazy. Like, if, if your daughter died or something like that, you'd go yeah. crazy. It was clearly irrational. He was just crazy. You know? I didn't get why they stayed in this house and didn't just move immediately once everybody was getting creeped out. <laughs> I know. You know? They were like, oh, well, you know why we moved here to have a slow life. But if everybody, like, hates living there, just... Once after the semi went by once, I would have moved. I know. It's like, oh, you have, like, 400 acres. I know. But this house is pressed right I, up I against this highway. I was thinking the whole time. They have all of these acres and they're... <laughs> Let's build a house like right next to yeah. this busy road where truckers mm-hmm. don't really pay attention. Yeah. Where apparently that's the only traffic is these trucks <laughs> going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> like texting while they're driving. Yeah. You're right. Okay. They move in that house and out of nowhere, her sister starts appearing in the walls and banging around. Yeah. I missed the very beginning. Was this a family house? Was that the house that the, the mom grew up in? No. Or? No. No. They, he, they moved there for his job, I think. What you missed is at the very beginning, they kind of zoom in on all the blood at the door where they pulled the bodies out and he didn't know what it was yeah it was like they showed the end of the movie yeah oh it was a hook they showed the aftermath of the and then uh, they move in and it's all about to happen Hmm. and i agree with you it made no sense like but that's why we love those movies because like when he walks down in the basement and and he goes into that oh my goodness why do they poke around in the dark basement (laughs) yeah it's oh this is a dark corner let's just walk right into it with no flashlight or anything i know what i want to do i want to walk in that dark room (laughs) i was covering my eyes so much yeah this was very scary. If you get a thrill out of being scared, this is the movie for you. One time, uh, Spen- Chad Spencer, we were trying to impress these girls after we were like 23, and John was there, and he and these girls were really like cute and like come good families. And Chad's like, I know what Johnny wants to do. Johnny wants to stand on the table and pull his pants down. <laughs> and the girls like slowly walked out of the room and left and drove. Oh, that is so a Chad Spencer thing. <laughs> anyway, tangent. that's funny. <clears throat> Good old days. Okay, but, but that—that's kind of what it reminded me of. The, the you know, you—you're trying to impress these girls, and he says this outrageous thing, and you're like, you're in a haunted house, and he walks into this dark cellar. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna walk into the dark cellar. <clears throat> Stupidest. When we're talking about these movies, do you think we should give them our own rating? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Let's yeah. start doing that. 
So Pet Cemetery, I give it 40%. I I don't know why I liked it. I would give it like a 70%. Mm-hmm. So you you agree with the audience because, oh, no, 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 I take it it's, back. It's hard for me to like put a number on it because I, I always try to think, who can I recommend this to that I know? Like, I don't know anybody who likes to get freaked out in these movies. There's, I, there's I, yeah. It's about, for me, it's right around 50 because it was, it delivered what it was, pro- what it promised. Like it promised a scary movie and it delivered that. on that. But the plot was a mess. A lot of yeah. stuff didn't make sense. Do you know what would be a fun crowd to go? Like this would be fun if you're in high school and you go with a group or you're in college yeah. and you go with a group. That would be kind of fun. You yeah. all get freaked out We used out to together. do that in groups to in see scary movies. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. I'm still single. You guys aren't. But like there's Brazilian <laughs> you, girl. You have friends. There's a Brazilian <laughs> yeah, girl who used to want to always come over and watch scary movies. Oh, okay. That'd be fun. All the time. Like <laughs> She's like, I have this series. It's really yeah. scary. Let's watch it. <laughs> well, I've haven't you ever heard that saying anything is fun with a beautiful Brazilian girl? Yeah. You have? I have heard that. Uh, yeah, I made That's it up. But, <laughs> I mean, it is now. I just coined that phrase. Okay. <laughs> Anything's fun with a beautiful Brazilian. Andy, do you think it's like, I remember in high school, I felt like girls would want to go to Haunted House so they could have the opportunity to like grab onto you. And, yeah. Like, hold your hand. That's why I wanted to go to the Haunted House. And then they, I think they secretly wanted to know if you actually got scared. So some guys had to be like extra tough. <laughs> they're like putting like they their hand Act like they're pulse. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you know those teenagers that are... Did you go to the old mill where they'd have the chainsaw and they chase you with the running chainsaw. Oh my yeah. goodness. That was so <laughs> That scary. was freaky. You know what I did during this movie, Ben? During Pet Cemetery, I was getting freaked out and I on my Apple Watch, I turned on the heart rate monitor to just see what my heart rate was doing. Does yours pop, does yours pop up and tell you to take a deep breath when you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're anxious? Oh, is it when you're anxious? I thought it just did it like a couple times during the day. I don't know. Mine, there've been a few times when I first got my Apple Watch. I was, a, there were moments at work I was just super frustrated. Like I, something happened, I just got really upset and then i get a ding on my watch it's a little take different a it says it oh. says take a deep breath maybe stand up like i'm gonna throw you out the window oh but that's... every i noticed every time i got really like overwhelmed or frustrated it would ding at me that's weird i didn't notice is like if it's your like heart rate. measuring if you're getting worked up or something I that's really cool so i turned off that setting because like every time it comes on i'm like can't you tell i'm busy go away well it's like someone telling you to calm down like never <laughs> yeah. in the history yeah. of telling someone to calm down has, has it anyone worked? ever calmed down but but it's it's good for, it's a good power move especially if you <laughs> yeah. are a man and you say to a woman like yeah. she's out of control her you can show that you are calm and they're not yeah. everything i learned about kissing kissing girls was from your brother smith he's a great kisser huh <laughs> no I, I went and spied on him once yeah what was a tip you told me that he gave you <laughs> he, i went and spied on him because he was, he was 22 and he was taking out the hottest girl of my senior year it was my senior year he was 22 and i went and spied on him and he went in for the hug and he just came out and just kissed her oh yeah that's that was the tip huh go in for the hug first and then just yeah. come out of the ki- and I wish it. I'd known that for my first kiss I was so awkward <laughs> I like missed her mouth <laughs> and I closed my eyes because I thought that's what you do isn't that weird <laughs> I, I tried what Smith did. Wait. That That's perfect. Yeah, well, go. It was perfect, except that I think I had a panic attack, and I'm like, uh, I'm really, I'm not very good at kissing. She's like, that's okay, we can practice. <laughs> oh, that's smooth. And she was she was my bikini, string bikini model in my art class. Oh, awesome. If you're just joining us, we're discussing spoilers for after. Uh, did we finish discussing this movie already? I mean, the twist was that it turns out that the whole romance was a farce. It was like some bet. He, he like, bet his friends he could like get her to fall in love and make her lose her virginity and she didn't find out about it until after she'd lost her virginity and so it added a lot of tension but that part was so unbelievable because like you could tell he liked her yeah that's true like he like, I mean, as an audience you loved her right and you were like well he's kind of lucky to be with her she's like so yeah it's like most 
most men I see with women. Like, he's yeah. lucky to be with her. <laughs> ben, Seth, both of you. I'm <laughs> just teasing you guys, kind of. Okay, and that's so it. So, was he a football player? <laughs> he was not a football player, nope. No, he was actually the, her, his brother. They were actually brother and sister. <laughs> so, the bet was with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, yeah, it was a bad movie. Don't waste your time seeing it. Basically, kiss, 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 kiss. Okay, and that's the, yeah, tons of making out. Tons it was worse than the out. making out in Gloria. Well, there was no nudity, but it was like her making out scenes were just oh, they were hard to watch. In Gloria, well, in Gloria, there was a lot of nudity. In this one, it was like they would show her go down and unbutton his pants, but then the camera would cut away. So you're like, oh, okay. So they're implying a lot, but yeah. they're never showing it. Yeah. So okay, so that's the spoiler section for need to do this after for, for after. If you've just joined us, we're discussing spoilers for the movie Little. And do we have anything to say? So the biggest spoiler is that the successful businesswoman turns into a child (laughs) through magic. Yeah, that's true. And the biggest cliffhanger is whether she's going to change back or not. Right. I didn't know if she was going to. Just joking. It would have been cool. Like when I I was watching, I was like, if she's smart, she'll stay a little girl. Because can you imagine like redoing junior high and high school, like knowing everything you know now? That would be dangerous. You would own the world. It would be dangerous. It would suck to do all that school again, though. Oh, yeah, but I would I would test out of school. I'd just test out, get my GED, go straight. I mean... I thought it was so funny when she says, well, if this girl isn't enrolled in school, somebody's going to prison. And she, she's pointing <laughs> to her like, her? I know. <laughs> that was so that was funny. funny. Who was that girl? She's an actress. The... She's in Saturday Night Live. She does a bunch of kids. She, she's the, like, Debbie Downer, like, wah, wah. Yeah, okay, yeah, she's funny. She's um, let me see if I can find her name. She's is also she the been one that does role? the Hillary Clinton... Oh, is she? Or no, is it Kate that McKinnon? was... A different that's thing. kate mckinnon that yeah, does it yeah. um yeah okay so anything else to, uh, she does make it back to be an adult unfortunately she should have stayed as a little girl in my opinion i agree um yeah anything else in spoilers um i don't know i'm not sure this movie really had spoilers yeah okay maybe we don't it even reminded me a lot of um one where the mom and the daughter switch place freaky friday yeah i don't know why yeah. in a weird way it reminded me of freaky friday yeah, yeah, there's nothing related similar. at all <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely similar. Well, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. You're like, you're, I can't believe you made that connection. <laughs> you're so smart. Nobody else made that connection. Okay, and that is Little. If you're just joining us, we're discussing spoilers for Hellboy. So I loved the tie-in to King Arthur and finding out that Hellboy was a descendant of King yeah, Arthur. Yeah, that was cool. That like his, his King Arthur's daughter had a daughter who had a daughter who had a daughter. And one of them ended up marrying or becoming lovers with a zombie. And that's how he was born. So he was a direct descendant of King Arthur, but he was also not a zombie, sorry, yeah, a demon. Uh, yeah. And so he was a demon, but also half human. And he was king of Britain. And when he came out, like... With his full-on horns, they weren't cut off. And well, that, that was like crowd. a vision thing. That was was that a vision? Was it a flashback? No. What was that? No, uh, no, no, no. Well, th- there was part where he touched the sword and he saw himself yeah. riding the dragon. That's what I'm talking about. But there's another part at the end in the climax where he d- actually grabs the sword and he immediately grows his horns and the the sword starts flaming. Okay, and, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So he actually, and that's when he took down you know the ba- big baddie, sexy woman. By the way, I don't. This is really dumb. So the witch got all chopped up by that sword the last time she handed it to somebody. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she does it like what what did she think was going to happen? Like she re- well, so she needed him to be the king and she'd be the queen then she'd have all power but the, the trade-off is they may use the sword to cut her up. But yeah, but he was torn though because I mean it looked like he was torn because he's everybody he's half demon. He looks like yeah. a demon. Everybody treats him like like you could see he was torn like why am I like defending these humans that like they 
all hate me. Like maybe she's right. Maybe I should join like this. I am, I am a Dean, you know, like he was torn between these two allegiances and it did look like he was somewhat persuaded by her. Like that she was, um, she gave some good argument. Well, not only that, she was like seducing him kind of, you know? Yeah. And she also was, she was saying, I mean, she was saying everything that he wanted to hear. I felt like the movie was trying to, (laughs) Oh, Hey Andy, I don't know how to turn it off. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You just wanted to hear my voice. Um, so I was saying, um, what was I saying? You're, you're talking about how she was seducing him. Oh yeah. So I, I felt like during those scenes when she was talking about like, this is his destiny or whatever word she yeah. used, I felt like the movie was conveying that that was the correct choice. Like through the music and the things that were said, and yeah. she repeated it. And so then I felt like, Oh crown, cool. He's going to do that. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Cause he had the crown and the horns and you were like, okay, this is who he is. This yeah. is his destiny. He's got the like, sword. They're going to like, and he's like, he looks unstoppable you know yeah i was thinking he might do it too i wouldn't have blamed him yeah so it took me a while in the movie i should have picked this up right away but it took me a while to realize that when people like at the beginning when he was wrestling that guy and the guy started to turn more and more into like a demon yeah with the teeth, yeah that that was the inner demon coming out like there was a normal person oh, suppressing that really okay i think i mean i think that's the message i think i think that's what was happening because they were talking about you because they were saying oh hell boy you have a demon in you and you need to let him out so i think that was the theme where she's trying to let the demon out Hmm. yeah but i i was disappointed when instead of just joining her he you know (laughs) just chopped her head off repeated the history then i thought well what was she thinking like she didn't see that coming (laughs) well she'll get sewn back together in the sequel so um yeah so the there's this girl sasha lane that plays like this seance spirit talker person she was really good um like she had good chemistry with with him daniel day kim who's like kind of an action star i've seen him in a lot of stuff um he was like a sidekick lost oh yeah yeah he is huh he's in lost okay yeah he was a great sidekick and then yeah mila jovovich is that how you say her name mila 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 she was um a great sexy villain she was she reminded me a lot of hella from from um Thor Ragnarok. Well, she's isn't she the lead in uh what's that? It just slipped my mind. There's a there's a horror video game, Resident Evil. Then they made it into oh, yeah. a movie. That's her. That's her. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I never watched that series, but yeah, that is her. She's from Resident Evil. And I think she, didn't she play Joan of Arc? That's an older one. Yeah, anyway, she was she was great. I don't know about Joan of Arc, but yeah, she was good. Um yeah, I loved the, I loved to see Merlin. <laughs> like King Arthur's Merlin, oh, yeah. like the wizard, and seeing his powers, like he just touches somebody on the forehead and they fall asleep. I thought he was really <laughs> And he kind of gives you the like he tells Hellboy a, a lot about his own heritage. I thought that was cool. I mean, it was a better version. Remember we saw the boy who would be king or mm-hmm. something? I was like, "No, this is a Hellboy's a way better version of King Arthur's yeah. story." <laughs> Cuz it was kind of a similar plot beat like, "Oh, you're a descendant of King Arthur and you can pull the sword from the stone." Right. Well, there was a moment I I was I don't know why it bothered me so much. There was a scene where he's like, "Oh, I got to get this wizard." So he like digs up a wizard out of the grave, and the d- wizard like comes to life. He's like, "Oh, Hellboy, I heard about you." Yeah, that was like, Merlin, wasn't it? W- was it Merlin? Yeah, that was Merlin. That was Merlin from King Arthur. What? Okay, I don't know what I was thinking, but oh, you didn't catch that? Well, I just noticed that there were so many people he'd run into, and they seemed to know more about his life than he did. Like, <laughs> yeah, they knew yeah. the future, and he didn't. Like everybody knew about him. Right. I'm like okay, and then he pulls some guy out 
out of the ground. He's like, oh, I've heard about you. Like, <laughs> oh, you've been in a tomb for 2,000 years and you've heard about him? You yeah. Um, yeah, I did wonder about that too. Like he's instantly awake and he's like up to speed on everything going on. But right. it did seem like that that other girl, Sasha Lane's character, like she was able to know things like through her like her special spirit powers. And, and it seemed like Merlin was kind of yeah. that same way. So maybe he was semi-conscious that whole time and kind of like keeping tabs on what's going on through his special power. I mean, that, it was it wasn't a big deal. You know, it was just this little thing that I thought was so dumb and then just bothered. Mm. Okay, so uh, anything else for for Hellboy? Well, I wonder if I need to see the first ones to understand it. Maybe to see yeah, it again. I don't know. I mean, because the first ones are a different actor, different like director. It's it's like a I don't know. I, there there might be some overlap, but I, I wonder how much that would inform your your. Okay, thanks for um, thanks for listening. This is the end of the podcast.